What's cracking? Big dogs. Welcome back to the channel. Welcome back to another Monday underdog mock draft for fantasy football. Every Monday we do this little thing where we get on underdog, the single best place to draft in the world on the interweb. Oh, look at that. I didn't even need to post on Twitter. Sorry, Twitter. The Discord filled us right the fuck up. Good stuff. All right, so we got our 12 spots filled, and I am sitting. Where am I? Where am I? Ooh, I'm at the turn. I'm at the turny turn. I'm at the 112. This is a 12-team league. This is half PPR, and this is a one-quarterback start. Okay? So let's just chill out. Everybody relax. We'll get into the good stuff in a minute. I just got to figure out my life situation over here. That works. There's my socials. Make sure you follow me at Nick Colano. All that stuff. All that stuff. Underdog. Throw yourself up on the screen. If you're not already drafting on underdog, you are behind. You are very you are very far behind. We're done with July 4th weekend. We're like fucking nine days past that already. So I got to stop saying that. Which means fantasy football is in full effect. Training camp starts in a week or two weeks or something. Um, and then the reports and the rumors are going to go wild, which is why you need to start drafting now and earn some revenue. And you could do that on Underdog, okay? Because they got a beautiful special going on right now. If you throw $10 down on their account and you use the promo code BDGE, you're getting $25 on top of it. It's a beautiful, beautiful start to your summer, to your fantasy football legacy for 2021, all right? We're here to fuck some stuff up. We got 101, Torva, you scrub. C-Mac, Dalvin Cook at the 102. Again, it's 12-team league. You're starting one quarterback. You're starting two running backs. You're starting three wide receivers, one tight end, and one flex. Thank the Lord. There is no kicker. There is no defense on underdog, which is really the only reason I would ever sign uh, with a company like this. Had they had kickers in this uh, starting lineup, I would easily forego a paycheck just to not work with them. How we doing, everybody? What's, what's, what's cracking in the chat? 75 people in here. It's pathetic. But hit the thumbs up if you are in here. If you're one of the pathetic people in here, like myself, I'll go hit the thumbs up on my own butt and on my own video. Actually, I don't got time for that. So we have Dalvin Cook at the 102, Derrick Henry at the 103, Kamara at the 104, Saquon at the 105. Can you guys hear me? I hope so. I'd be sick if you couldn't. What's up? What's up? What's up? I love you all too. Okay, we've got Zeke at the six, Taylor at the seven, Akers at the eight. Michael, I would love to grab a Marg. Happy birthday, Nick. How old are you? Um, and I guess if it's my birthday, then I'll turn... How old am I? Am I 20? I'm 28 right now. So I'll turn 29 next next month again, too. Do I get two birthdays? If I turn 29 now, does that mean I'm actually 30 next time? All right, what's good, everybody? Okay, so, so Kelsey went at the 10. Kelsey went at the 10. Now, I'm sitting here. The 12 is an interesting spot. Okay. You know what my plan was going to be? Try to stack up the Chiefs and then maybe get Mahomes on the turn because we love to stack. But it didn't work out that way. And I've been very, very 
cognizant about stacking up running backs left and right. So typically I'm sitting here at the at the 112-2-1, and I do like a couple of the running backs here, but I'm going to switch things up a little bit. I'm going to switch things up and go with my wide receiver two here, and that is Stefan Diggs. Actually, I probably should have went with, you know what? I'm going to go with, where's Devontae Adams? Boom. We're going to go with the double, the double wide receiver start, something that we have never done here. Okay, y'all know I'm, I'm a very big double RB, double triple OG RB fucking starter. But at the 112-2-1, let's fuck around a little bit. Let's see how the team works out. Let me show you why I don't like going with wide receivers early. Oh, and yo, Nick, just wondering when the rankings are coming out that we're supposed to drop this morning, cutie. So we're working with the, the web development company still, as I was talking about, in which you already commented on and why you're yelling. So you should already know the answer to this question. Um, that will, that will, I mean, I get on calls with them two to three times a week, so we're, we're inching closer to it, but it will be out in July. It will be out in July. Uh, there was a projected launch date of July 12th. Unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, that didn't come to fruition because the people I'm working with are a bunch of alcoholics. I'm just kidding. I don't know why I said that. It's realistically probably because of me. I'm an alcoholic. They'll be here soon, though. Don't you worry. Stefan Diggs, Monte Adams, did Ridley go off to the 2 2? Wow. Has Ridley driven up the draft boards? I remember when you used to be able to get him uh, in the third and fourth round of drafts, and no longer is the case. Eckler, Mixon, Aaron Jones, Gibson. Okay, so that's a nice little value pocket right there of the running backs, and I like all four of those guys. I told you I'm proceeding as if uh, Aaron Rodgers is coming back, and that is why I grabbed. That is why I grabbed uh, Aaron Rodgers, or that is why I grabbed Devontae Adams because I think Aaron Rodgers is coming bike, which means Aaron Jones becomes a really good value in the middle of the second round. Eckler, I'm a fan of. Obviously, you like him a little bit more in full PPR than half PPR, but I think he's right there. Mixon, I'm I'm in on Mixon this year. We're making a bounce bike video, I think, this week. It might be tomorrow. It might be Wednesday's video or Thursday's video. Mixon's going to be high on my bounce bike list. It was He was just an obvious fade there with, with Geo still in the mix, but now that Geo's gone, he becomes a pretty obvious fucking really, really high-volume play. At the end of the day, like all if you don't like Mixon, it's strictly because you think he's going to get hurt again. But if you don't have concerns about him getting hurt, this year, then, I mean, he's always, if you look at his per game numbers, like anytime he's on the field, he's getting an, an insane amount of touches. And now those touches are going to go up in the passing category because. Um, because. She has gone. Aaron Jones, we like Gibson. Obviously, we like Najee Harris. We like Darren Waller at the 2 8. A little, little spicy for me. Metcalf two nine, Clyde at two ten, D Hop at two eleven, Justin Jefferson. I tell you, man, these these drafts are getting sharper and sharper. Let's see, what do we got here? My draft is July twenty fourth. Will the will the draft guy drop by then? I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know. I would hope so. July 24th. It should be. It should be live by then, but I can't promise it. Don't worry. If it's not, though, you will get a full refund. You will get a... F yeah, you will get a full refund. Highest Marg rating ever. Um, The highest Marg rating ever was an 8.7 at a place in Brooklyn called Chella. C-H-E-L-A. I've had a few... I've had a few high high ratings this summer, though. Um, If you've ever been to STK Steakhouse, that is a great margarita. 
There's uh, a couple bars in New York City. Uh, employees only. Good night, Sunny. Um, the Warren. All all of Eclipse. The eight. The eight O Marg rating. Those are all very very highly. I'm I'm hoping that somewhere somewhere gets me off and gets me above a nine. If you can get me above a nine O this summer, I will I will consider the summer a successful one. Okay, so we've had AJ Brown three one, Keenan Allen at three two, J.K. Dobbins three three, Kittle at the three four. I'm just not really a fan of Kittle at the three four. What do you guys think about Kittle this year? Should should he be on my bounce bike list? We got Kittle and Michael Thomas, two guys I'm debating whether or not to put them on the list. Michael Thomas probably more likely to get on there than George Kittle, just because the situation is kind of messy. What what do y'all think about Kittle this year? I feel like I can't take him unless he drops to the early fourth. Should my league do a 12 or 10-man league? Definitely 12, Owen, for sure. What up, Nick? What's the earliest you would take Mike Davis in a 10-man league? Uh, I mean, that would that would depend on, you know, they would just kind of go by my rankings. I would say in a 10-man league, you're probably looking at him at the... Okay, well, I'm thinking like 12-man league. Early fifth round is probably about where I would think about taking him. So you're looking at... um. Probably end of fifth, sixth round if I'm in a 10-man league. DeAndre Swift, Chris Carson. All right. Ooh, we're starting to see a lot of wide receivers really creep up into that mid-third. You know, the C.D. Lambs, Allen Robinsons, even the Terry McLaurin I saw starting to go off at like the 3-8 or so. So we have our two wide receivers already. So we're feeling pretty, pretty spicy. And we can look at running backs, but there's really not a lot left. There's really not a lot left here to do at running back. Mahomes is sitting there. See, I wish I had been able to scoop at least one of the Kansas City, uh, at least one of the Kansas City wide receivers, either Kelsey or Tyree Kill, because then we could stack one with Mahomes. But that won't happen. Uh, and this is a little too early for me to reach on Josh Allen just to get that dig stack. So we're going to let that slip. Here's what we're going to do. Oh, this works out perfectly because he's in the motherfucking thumbnail. This is some of the most important news. You know, let me make both my picks. We're taking David Montgomery here. And I don't like any of the other running backs left on the board. I don't really even like the wide receivers left. Do we just go with Mahomes here? <sighs> or do we just say fuck it and stack with Josh Allen? Do we just say fuck it and stack it? Do we run it bike? What do y'all think? Mm. Fuck it, we'll take Mahomes. All right, we'll just take Evans then. Love to see it. Not my fault. Okay, so here is the thing about David Montgomery, y'all. We just heard reports about Tariq Cohen not being healthy. This is massive. You cannot, you cannot understate what those reports mean, okay? If we're starting to hear injury how often do you hear injury pessimism in the summer never you never ever 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 hear injury pessimism like the day after Saquon Barkley tore his ACL his MCL his fucking PCL the next day they're like he'll be ready for week one Joe Burrow he'll be ready for like dude the fact that we're hearing injury pessimism on Tariq Cohen is wheels the fuck up for David Montgomery okay he's been someone I've been staying away from all summer because Tariq Cohen, when he's in the lineup, 80 targets, 90 targets, 100 targets, year, 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 year by year by year by year, okay? This is a massive buying opportunity for David Montgomery. Because if Tariq Cohen's not there, 
Montgomery is is going to be putting up similar numbers to what we saw towards the end of the year. Yes, I know it was on a uh, a disgusting schedule. Very easy for him to pop off. But, bro, now he gets, I mean, Andy Dalton's, I don't know if I want to say an upgrade to Nick Foles, but if Justin Field gets on the fucking field, bro, Monty, Monty, man, keep an eye on those reports from Tariq Cohen, but everything we're hearing, the fact that they're already talking about him not being healthy and he's feeling stiffness, that would qualify as a step back, people. That is a step bike, and we capitalize on those step bikes, and that is where you start to nail David Montgomery, late third, early fourth round, Nobody had a higher opportunity share than David Montgomery last year once Terry Cohen went down. Terry Cohen went down early. He went down early, and the rest of the season, it was David Montgomery getting 85 to 90% of the touches, the opportunities in that backfield, okay? And now I understand they signed Damian Williams, and I like Damian Williams. He's a good player, but he's also old. He's been out of the, out of the NFL for a while now. It's going to be like 29-30. Yes, he'll be a fucking breather, breather back. Um, he'll, be, he'll be a breather back. So, yeah, I mean, the listen, the fact that fucking the fact that it doesn't matter what you think he should have earned. It doesn't matter what opportunity you think he was going to get. If Tariq Cohen's in the lineup, he's getting pass catching work. But the fact that Tariq Cohen, I don't know, man, I don't know. This feels like the easiest buying opportunity in the world. Nick, should I buy a signed Chubb or AJ Brown jersey? I'm a Browns fan. Uh, your AJ, I mean, I, I, you have to go with the team, your your own team. No, like if if this was unbiased and it didn't have to do with who your favorite team was, you're obviously going to AJB. AJB is going to be a fucking nightmare. He's going to be the things that that ruin your wet dreams. AJ AJ Brown is uh, AJ AJ Brown is the fucking is the the flaccidizer. He makes you flaccid if you're having a wet dream. Opposing defenses, I should say. And he's going to be doing that for a long fucking time. His lifespan is going to be like four times the amount of time that Nick Chubb's going to spend in the in the NFL. That being said, like, how are you going to buy a Titans jersey when you're a Browns fan, sir? All right, y'all, if you're enjoying the video... Please make sure you hit the thumbs up, all right? It lets YouTube know that you're enjoying it so it shows it to more people and more people can subscribe to my channel. Make sure you subscribe if you're new to the channel. And then when more people subscribe, then more people can support us. And when more people support us, then we can uh, eventually move out to Dubai and buy a skyscraper and then throw a party where all you guys can come for free. So that's really the end goal of all this. But for real, if you want to support the brand, if you want to support us, the best way to do that is by signing up on Underdog, right? These drafts are called Best Ball Drafts. If you're also new to the platform, if you're new to the channel, Best Ball, these platforms automatically start the best players each week, okay? So I said one quarterback, two running backs, who did the fucking lineup spiel already. This takes, you, you draft a big lineup, 18 players. It takes the best players at each position each week and starts them in that lineup for you. And the top three places, top three teams get you know they win money right you're you're buying into a league that's three dollars five dollars ten twenty forty fifty eighty ninety thousand bajillion dollars whatever whatever floats your boat whatever sinks your submarine whatever uh whatever satisfies your budget okay and when you throw ten dollars on underdog and you use the promo code bdge you're literally getting twenty five dollars on top of it so you're gonna have thirty five dollars in your account off the rip to start and then you could do twelve three dollar drafts 
Or as I like to say, you could do 11 of them plus two fucking McDoubles or eight McNuggets. Who else you know giving you a fucking promo code that gets you mm, 11 underdog drafts and eight McNuggets? I could be like that out here. You fucking be like that. And big dogs is hurt. We're always feeding you. All right, let's see what's cracking in the... Uh, over here. See, man, there's so many fucking good mid-round wide receivers. This stinks, bro. Was it all a bad dream? So now Josh Allen went off the board. Kyler Murray went off the board. Damn, those are some good wide receivers that just ripped off too. Um, who do we like? Mm, Thielen's really dropping down in ADP, huh? Odell, Chase Claypool. Do we have any running backs that we actually like? Javante, yeah, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt's actually like kind of fine down here. I really like Hawkinson, man. Uh, it's probably a little early at the 512, but I think we might run that up right there. I think we might take one of these picks as Hawkinson to grab our first tight end. I really wanted either Higgins or Ayuk if they fell, but neither of them did. And I don't, you know, I like a lot of the receivers left on the board. Like, obviously, Claypool's nice, Sutton, Devonta Smith, Jerry Judy, those guys, but I don't feel like it's uh, a, a spot where I need to reach. And all these quarterbacks are kind of reaches, plus they're not stacked with my guys anymore. So it kind of comes redundant. I'm going to take Kareem Hunt here. I feel like he's a, he's a safe little best ball pick that'll give you 10 points a game. And uh, he'll have his weeks where he catches five passes or has two receiving touchdowns or whatever. So, so far, the team's looking like David Montgomery, Kareem Hunt, Stephon Diggs, Devontae Adams, Mike Evans, TJ Hawkinson. So I think on the turnaround, if everybody in the draft is not a bunch of cunts, which they are, so it probably won't end up happening. Um, maybe I can grab Brady at the next turn. Maybe not. I don't know. Did I already do my video on TJ Hawkinson? I did, right? Yeah, I did bust-proof players. Yeah, TJ Hawkinson was a guy that, I mean, how many tight ends go over 100 targets in a year? Like, very, very few. And he's a very young, like, sometimes it randomly happens where a guy like fucking Dennis Pitta, 30-year-old Dennis Pitta, put this man in a fucking pit because he's about to pass away after the season, most likely. Dennis Pitt is going over 100 targets. Like, you know that shit's not happening again. But T.J. Hawkinson, 23 years old, 100 targets, no weapons in the Detroit offense. Like, his floor is very, very high. I, I think he is he is relatively bust-proof. He might not give you huge plays. He might not give you those weeks of, you know, Travis Kelsey 9 for 132-2. and two, But he'll give you enough weeks that are like 560-2 where you're like, okay, Hawkinson worth the 6-1, wherever the fuck I drafted him. What's going on in the chatty? What's going on in the chatty? Devontae Smith in the fifth round. No, I didn't take Devontae Smith in the fifth round. I was simply saying I like the player, and thus I'm not going to take him because it's the fucking fifth round. Oh, my God. Somebody turn this man's fucking brain on. Was it all a bad dream? I can't get this one fucking song stuck in my head. Or stuck in my head. I can't get it out of my head. I found this this random musician on TikTok, and I feel like this is just the way the world works now. Just everything you find is just on TikTok. I'm going to start shopping on TikTok. This guy, Ty Verdes, T-A-I space V-E-R-D-E-S. And the song's called I Deserve to Be Alone, all lowercase. And the shit fucking hits. And it makes me sad, but it's like amazing at the same time. I deserve the number two and then the letter B alone. I deserve to be alone. It's fucking awesome. And also this other song, Feeling This Bad Never Felt So Great. It's good shit. It's good shit. Ty Veritas. Check him out. Check him out and cry with me, baby. All right. We've got 
see there's go there goes all those mid round running backs wide receivers that we kind of liked but didn't love you know all right let's see uh acres or kelsey at the 111 give me acres uh for sure always want the running back upside when do you do your draft lottery? Uh, we still have to do Animals Punishment, The Night in the Woods, which will be in the next couple weeks, maybe early August. And we don't do our draft. I don't think we do our draft lottery until probably closer to the season, maybe mid to late August. Nick, are you reaching for a top tight end or settling for Goddard, Hawkinson, Tier? Uh, I'm really just going to go by by how the draft comes to me. And I'm not usually that. I, I go get my guys, but I don't really have a guy at tight end this year. So when it comes to tight end, this is, this is the position that I will – draft based off value like running backs i'll reach out to get to grab my guys wide receivers i know i'm letting them drop to me when it comes to tight ends i am not drafting any of the top guys at value first round kelsey no second round waller no third round kittle no uh if if some of those guys drop one round you know like kelsey's back end two waller's back end three kills in the fourth i'll think about it and that goes with hawkinson as well if hawkinson drops to like the late sixth round early seventh round um, obviously I picked him at the six one here, but that's because I'm at the turn. I didn't really have a ch uh, choice. Otherwise didn't really like the players on the board, but otherwise for the tight end position as a whole, they're either going to drop to me at value or I'm going to snag up a couple later round guys that I like, like Jonu Smith and, and some guys like that and just hope I could fill the spot. More valuable in dynasty acres or Najee acres. Do you like Olivia Rodrigo? Yeah, she fucking slaps. It's hard to, it's hard to argue. Uh, it's hard to argue Olivia's summer. If Adams gets traded to the Raiders, what are you talking about? That's a fact. I relate. If I had to choose, like, oh, fuck, I'm about to be on the clock. Oh, I'm about to do something spicy right here. We're about to do something spicy right here. We're about to reach into another fucking realm right now. And you guys are going to absolutely hate this move I'm going to make. We're double, we're double tacking, we're double tapping our stack right here. We're going Brady, way above ADP. We're going Aaron Rodgers, way, way above ADP. Aaron Rodgers is going to come back to camp. Aaron Rodgers is going to come up to fucking camp, and then his ADP is going to shoot up to right here. His ADP is going to go right here, right above Herbert. His ADP is going to go probably right behind Ayuk. He's going to be the 5'11". Mark my motherfucking words. And when he becomes the 5'11", you take a screenshot of that and you send it to me and you say, Nick, you made this happen. You did this to me. So, we went Brady's, Brady Rogers. I'm feeling like it's fucking 2014 Madden right now and I'm doing a fantasy draft. Uh, so, we got to stack our Brady Rogers with Mike Evans and Devontae Adams. There we motherfucking go. We have Montgomery and Kareem Hunt as our running backs and Hawkins and our tight end. It's a well-rounded team right now. We'll see where the bottom falls out. I'm assuming it's going to be the running back position because for the first time in a while, we went with wide receivers early. We went with wide receivers early. And the reason I'm doing that, not only just to spice things up, but I'll probably start doing a little bit more uh, wide receiver running back as my first two picks because, listen, I mean, we're all going to be wrong about things. And I do like to play the odds and give myself the best percentage chance of, of getting shit right, which will always side with running backs. But... You know, every once in a while, we fuck around and get things wrong. Uh, oh, so Nick is literally a Zoomer. So I was thinking about this the other day. Like, if you if you took your age, do you most closely relate with people 10 years younger than you or 10 years older than you? 
Um, and sometimes I feel like I'm a fucking chameleon because I think I can fit in either set. Maybe 10 years younger than me is probably a little bit too young. 18 years old. Yeah, I don't think I actually fuck with 18 year olds. I don't think like 18 year olds brains. I feel like are literally just mashed potatoes in today's world. I, I guess I can get along with 38 year olds, but I'm, I'm definitely a young soul. I'm definitely a much younger soul than a lot of people tell me when they meet me for the first time. I have a very young energy about me. And at first I'm like, oh, thank you for the compliment. But then I'm, I realize it's probably just a way of saying I'm fucking wildly immature for my age. Thank you for coming to that venting session. My league is trying to figure out what to, to do our, uh, that's just like, I can't even read that. You're about to give me fucking uh seizure. Hello, Dubsy. Nick sleeps with a dude. You know what's actually? I'm not going to tell this. So I'm probably I'm. The, I I've made a I've I've had some very questionable behavior in terms of my room at night that I want to share with you guys. But I'm wait for I'm gonna wait for the next vlog to rip it out. Probably it's really weird shit. Like you guys might consider me a serial killer if, if you saw what I'm about to show you. What the fuck are you? I don't know what you guys are saying today. You guys are speaking weird languages today. I'm not a fan of it. Chance of CeeDee Lamb is a better year than Amari Cooper. I mean, honestly, it's... I would be surprised, but I also don't like the reports in, uh, about like Amari Cooper's foot already happening. Um, but see, that's the example where I'm talking about Tariq Cohen injury pessimism. Everything about Cooper's is optimism, right? He'll be ready to go by train, whatever the fucking whatever the case may be. I, I think it's unlikely, but I, I mean, it wouldn't shock me. Like at the end of the year and CD Lamb's better fantasy wise, has more targets and receptions or something than Cooper. Um, you know, I, I would say, I would say it's probably pretty close. I would say like 57, 43 in favor of Cooper. Factual factoids. T. Tuggins. I like that nickname. I'm not really sure what it means. I just like calling him Titty Boy T. <laughs> Bad day to be a dozen glaze. That's motherfucking facts. Now I've been eating. I've been eating pretty good. You know what's happened? I fucked up my my neck at my upper back, and I really haven't been able to work out during COVID. Like, I, actually, I've probably worked out on average once a week, maybe once every other week at this point. Uh, because I have these two very minor herniated discs and I, I'm, you know, I literally just got back from the doctor about fucking, um, five minutes before I went live with this shit. I got an epidural shot right up here. I have a hurt, little herniated spinal discs on both sides and it's been fucking me up. And this is why I'm losing so much weight. I feel like I fucking haven't eaten in two years. I'm a malnourished little bitch. Case in point, I can't work out, so I can't be eating fucking dozen glazed left and right, you know? sucks really sucks but the other thing i've noticed like i mean this is very very obvious but this is to a crazy extent on the days that i work out my appetite is so high and i get it right you burn you burn calories and your muscles working harder and you burn more calories after you're working out even when you're just resting and shit when you have more muscle you burn more calories etc just don't fucking waste your time talking to me about nutrition and weightlifting please but it feels like to an obnoxious amount like on the days that i do work out 
I need like 700 extra calories. And I'm like, dude, I didn't, I really only did like fucking two sets of bench press. Like stop playing with me body. Um, but on the days I don't work out, I like rarely ever get cravings. So I'm just like, maybe I just stop working out forever. And then I just stop eating like a piece of shit forever. That'd be sick. Anyways, anyways. Uh, we are almost bike on the clock. I'm glad I got my quarterbacks because they wouldn't have fallen to me. Because you're seeing, uh, saw Hertz go off the board. You saw Tannehill, Stafford. That's probably right around where Brady. Actually, honestly, Brady and Rodgers might have fell to me here. Even though Slim Jim probably would have been a huge cunt and taken one of them. But now he could chill on quarterbacks. We're set at that position, and now we are probably. Oh, ew, ew! These wide receivers are gross. They're gross. Do we want to double stack anyone in Green Bay? No, nah, we don't. You know what? You know what? Nah, I'm not going to do that shit. Uh, don't love the wide receivers here. I like Russell Gage and I like Elijah Moore, but we're already pretty stacked at wide receivers. We'll probably chill on that for a minute. We do want some running backs. We just need points. Tony Pollard is not a guy that's going to give us points. That's like more upside. So that feels that feels grimy here. So does Dylan. Gus Edwards we know is going to give us points. So we're going to take Gus Edwards with one of our picks. Just put him in the queue so we could use the rest of our thing. And listen, man, I know I know everybody hates David Johnson, but like he's gonna get touches and he's gonna get a lot of them this year. So I will take him at the 10 1. Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all for what you're about to say in the chat. How do you feel about Clyde Edwards Hilaire this year? RB1, RB2. Seems like he has no more competition in that backfield. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like he's gonna be uh he's he's gonna end up being probably in that RB2. RB like 12 to 15 range. I don't think he'll disappoint, but I, I'm, I, I have a really hard time believing he's good enough to become like an elite fantasy running back. And at the end of the day, you don't really need to be like an elite talent to be an elite fantasy running back. I think to, to crack like the top five you do. And I don't think Clyde is actually good enough as a running back to do that, which is why like you have to know that when you're drafting him as you know, in the second round, you're probably not getting upside of a top five running back. Right. So the floor is going to be nice, but the upside might not be there to the point where it's like league winning, where if you're deciding between Clyde and like Joe Mixon or Clyde and like Austin Eckler, I think the better move is going with those uh, former guys, because I think they do have actual three down workhorse upside um, breakaway run kind of ability, like all that kind of stuff, you know, pass catching through the roof. So that's kind of the way I look at it. Don't think he'll disappoint, but I don't think the ceiling is as high as people want to make it out to be. Nick, are you straight? Uh, contrary to popular belief, yes, I am. DeAndre Swift, too, feel like he has Eckler potential, but Detroit sucks. Yeah, that's the problem. It's like we don't know what they're going to do on the goal line. We don't know uh, how many carries he's going to get, and the team just stinks overall. So Eckler, I like that team's going to be good. And uh, we've also seen like Eckler was on pace to double the amount of targets that DeAndre Swift got last year. So while they're similar players in terms of like athleticism, what they bring to the field, like great players, I don't think we've seen a glimpse of the actual volume that Swift can get compared to Eckler. Could happen this year, but like Jamal Williams, I mean, I feel like that kind of says a lot about how they view it. Like they could have just like tried to sign like Jordan Howard or something to be like a backup thumper or something. But Jamal Williams is clearly going to get a lot of play time. Miles Sanders or David Montgomery? Uh, well, as you could see from the draft today, I picked David Montgomery over Miles Sanders when they were both available on the board. I think that Tariq Cohen injury is, is, is a real thing to, uh, to, to hammer away. When you come and bike to Charlotte, Broski, uh, probably fucking never, to be honest. Actually, Steve just got back from Charlotte. 
he's down the shore in Jersey and I'm going to go, I have to fucking find a time to get down there this week. Somehow I'm so busy this week. Um, yeah, the only time I've ever been Charlotte was for a wedding. I don't see myself just going there for leisure. Not that it wasn't fun, but like I can name a lot of f- more fun, funner, the funniest players, places outside of Charlotte. I apologize if you take that personally. It's just big facts. Colby was good. Chances I need to make breakfast zero. I haven't eaten a fucking thing today. It's twelve thirty. I never eat. I intermittent fast, not not consciously, but I I usually don't eat until like two or three p.m. Do I run? No. I've ran a few times over the last like month or so just because I haven't been able to weightlift. But I am not. I am like the anti runner. I hate running. I also have like a minor heart issue that fucks my cardio up. Like I actually can't run for more than probably like three fourths of a mile at a time without my heart feeling like it's gonna burst. James Conner, Chase Edmonds at their ADP. Uh, it depends. I'm not sure what their ADPs are at this point. I feel like I've had enough Chase propaganda where he's fallen into like the seventh fucking round. Let me see where he went off the board in this pick, in this draft. Was it all a bad dream? Chase, Chase, Chasey, Chase. So Chase went at the 7-4, and like... Just a few weeks ago, he was going early fifth, mid fifth, and seven four. I'm completely fine with Chase, James Conner. A few rounds later, like at, at this at this point, or uh, mid seventh round, I'm very, very much okay with Chase. But like fifth round, even sixth round, was just way too much for me. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat. Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket. Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When's the E-Town get down yearly meeting? That's a great question. We'll probably, we're doing a fade the public live stream on Friday again. Uh, so if you're, if you're tuning in for this live stream and you want to see another live stream with animal and snacks, which I don't know why you'd want to watch either of them. Uh, we'll probably discuss the E-Town get down a little bit. Oh, we're almost back on the clock. Ah, Colby snipe Tanyan. Damn it. Or Tanyan. Sorry. Tanyan. Uh, I really wanted to double stack Adams and Tanyan with Rogers. Fuck. 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 
do we like another tight end right now? Uh, I don't have really any Troutman shares, but I'm not like super high on the guy. Was this all a bad dream? Uh, I'm probably going to need to take another running back here because we went weak at running back. What do you guys like here out of uh, for half PPR? We got Latavius Murray, Naeem Hines, Jamal Williams, Devin Singletary. I think my favorite one here is actually Jamal Williams. You know, I just kind of talked about him. I think there's. I think this is the year that we're going to see Latavius Murray's workload start to simmer down a little bit, and they'll use. I really like Stevie Scott there, the rookie, um, big size production guy in college. I think he's kind of going underrated. Uh, Naeem Hines, I don't hate, I guess, but like I don't really want to depend on pass catching backs. And what are we looking at for wide receivers? We got Jalen Rago available in the twelfth. No Cole Beasley. Nelson Aguilar, I feel like, is kind of an easy smash here. He is like the wide receiver one in New England for whatever the fuck that means. At least he's going to get targets. Like he should get an easy eighty to ninety targets this year. So as my wide receiver four behind Diggs, Adams, and Evans, I'm feeling good about Aguilar. I'll tell you what, though, honestly, for starting two two wide receivers or three wide receivers. Or two wide receivers, I guess. I don't really hate my team. I mean, my running backs kind of stink, but like I feel like they'll put up enough points to give me like two RB2s each week, right? 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 Tell me I'm right. Tell me I'm right. Uh, yeah, so we'll talk about the Etown Get Down this week uh, in our Fight the Public live stream. Best late round stack, round eight and later. Uh, interesting question. Uh, what quarterbacks are going off? The okay, so I, my my first favorite one is is going to be uh, Tom Brady, Antonio Brown. Love that. Uh, I'm trying to think of what other players or what quarterbacks are going later that we like. I don't hate Tua with like uh, Tua with with Waddle. I think is a nice little stack. Um, Baker and Jarvis. I'm a fan of. Ryan, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, if you want to go Fitzpatrick and either Curtis Samuel or Deami Brown or both of them. Carson Wentz, interesting. Actually, tomorrow's deep dive, tomorrow's Safi Seconds video is Zach, Zach Moss and Michael Pittman. Didn't come away a big fan of Michael Pittman, to be honest with you. Probably a guy I'm not getting too many shares of this year. Uh, also, there were probably other quarterbacks that I missed that already went off the board that were between round like eight and 10 that you can get good stacks of uh, Tannehill. No, you're not stacking with anybody Stafford. No, cause woods and cup go too early. What other QBs did we miss? Burrow, eh, Burrow Boyd's okay. I'm not a huge fan of boy this year. Lawrence and Marvin Jones. I don't hate. I kind of like being the 12th pick or on the turn in these drafts. Cause it gives me a lot of time to actually like talk to you guys and gather my thoughts rather than having a pick every five fucking seconds. Again, y'all, if you haven't signed up for Underdog, the link will be the first thing down in the description, okay? You just click it. It'll automatically open your app store no matter what weird phone fetish you have, no matter if you're on iOS or Android. Or, are there more than two different types of, like, if you are if you buy, like, an LG or some shit, is that Android? Is everything Android or iOS? Is that Or is that a dumb fucking question? I remember this hipster ass company when I lived in Brooklyn two years ago when I was in Williamsburg. It's like the fucking king of hipsterville. They were like trying to push a phone that like didn't have internet service or some shit. They're like, make your life simple again, bro. And I'm like, okay, I'm like shut the fuck up. Shut, shut your fucking mouth. I need to, I need to draft my underdog teams. You think I'm gonna buy your fucking? They tried to price it at like five hundred dollars too. You could play like snake on it. I'm like, bro, you just went back twenty years and tried to charge us twenty years ahead. 
Not a good fucking business plan, my guy. Oh, Sun Taijong. Sorry, I don't know why I said that. Super chat was good. And thoughts of a 2QB and Superflex 10-team league. Will you ever do a mock? Um, well, the I don't know if you saw this video. I did a Superflex mock last week. And I actually talked about the difference between 10 and 12-team leagues. So if you missed that, I believe Kyler Murray was on the thumbnail for it. So go back to my channel. Go go to like the homepage of my channel. Go look at um go look at one of the mock drafts I put up last week. It'll have Kyler Murray on it. It says super, uh, mo- uh, fantasy football mock draft super flex strategy. Um I think that was a better one that I put out and I did it on the sleeper website. So it's like, you know, we went through the entire draft and I talked about my my quarterback strategy versus what I do 10 team, 12 team, bigger leagues, smaller leagues, album pie, watermelon pie, toenail pie, all that kind of shit. So basically the smaller the league type, the less you need to worry about the quarterback. So as you, because if you're in a 10 team league, you're going to be able, even, even like quarterbacks 26 through 32, you'll, you'll have a second starter to throw into your lineups. So it gives them a little bit less value. (coughs) Bro, that's what I'm saying. I should have just been like, uh, doc, I can't sleep. I can't sleep. I hurt my back. I fell and I can't get up. No, it's not super low ceiling. You know how you fix a low ceiling? You just take a fucking jackhammer and drill through it. And that's what we did with David Johnson. David Johnson is a jackhammer. Does your league trade draft picks prior to the to the draft and redraft. Uh, no, we don't. The most you'll see is that we do like if, if we choose our draft picks or if we do our draft lottery, like a week before the actual draft kicks off. some some people will like trade their entire pick. Like if I'm like the one one and I'm like, yo, does someone want to take the one one spot? Meaning they'll get like, you know, the one one the two twelve three Oh one, you know, that kind of shit. And I'll take the seven spot. We'll do that. So you'll, you'll basically just trade draft spots, but you're not trading like individual picks for themselves. Okay. We are bike. We are bike. And we're probably going to settle at five wide, five running backs. Trey Quan, man, I don't really hate Rashad Perriman either. Here, I feel like he is a he has a chance to be the number one. I've talked a lot about Amon Ross St. Brown, but he starts to go a little bit earlier um, than I would like to hit on. Even though I might go bike to bike Detroit Lions wide receivers here. Oh, you know what we'll do? You know what we'll do because we have to. I got an idea. I got a sick fucking idea. We're gonna take Perriman. We're gonna take Amon Ross St. Brown. And what we're going to look to do, hopefully no one is a fucking asshole and takes Jared Goff from me later. Um, when I was down in Miami for underdog for the NFL draft, we were asked a question what our favorite like low-key stack was. And I guess this goes back to the question I was asked before. You know, what's, a, what's an under-the-radar stack that could win you a league or something? And my response was a Detroit Lions stack. Jared Goff, TJ Hawkinson. Amon Rob or Rashad Perriman or something like that because we know they're going to be a bad team, but they have a good offensive line, which actually gives Jared Goff some time to hit his short intermediate passes, and they're going to pass the ball a fucking ton. They're going to lose so many games that they're going to be passing the ball by the second quarter. So the volume's going to be there. I don't give a fuck if Jared Goff's efficient. All these guys are going to get six, seven, eight targets a game. So I kind of like this stack as, as a stack that you could literally get in the 13th, 14th, 18th round, right? So if you miss out on quarterbacks earlier, you really want to wait. Like, I don't hate going Jared Goff. And the fact that I already have Hawkinson is kind of a nice little ting-ting. 
even though we're starting to see a QB run here. And now I know one of you guys are going to be fucking assholes and take him. Honestly, that you'd be doing yourself. If you take Jared Goff without having a stack, that's arguably the worst pick in best ball. You know, there's just no reason for it. So don't fucking do it. I have Mahomes, Wentz, Danny Dimes, and Superflex. Do I need a quarterback at the rookie 104? Uh, you don't need to, no. Um, I would say, like, if either of the top three guys, if Lawrence... Lancer Fields falls to you, I would say you're probably doing yourself a disservice by not taking them just because one, like you you have three quarter like three starting quarterbacks, but you have two risky starting quarterbacks. We don't know if Wentz is actually a good quarterback anymore. Like his time in the NFL might be up sooner rather than later. Same thing with Danny Dimes. He could be gone as the Giants starting quarter. He could be a backup quarterback by next year. Um so I don't think you could really ever have enough quarterbacks to super flex. I also think that even if you do, like those three guys, I've 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 seen trades where Justin Fields gets traded for three first round picks next year. Um, which is absurd, and I don't think that's like a realistic trade thing. But you could you could turn this 104 into two firsts next year with that. The, the trade value at these quarterback positions are so fucking high. Someone's gonna need them. So if one of those top three guys falls to you, then yeah, I would I would I would pull the trig. I would pull the triggy trig. What's your thoughts on Candace? I don't really know what that means to be honest with you. I probably sound dumb saying that, but. Uh, not necessarily zero RB. We just, we did start off. I was at the 112 and I went with, uh, Diggs and Devontae Adams at the turn. So I was, you know, I was fucking around and I decided, but I went with David Montgomery in the third. So when are you coming to Northern Maine? Um, can you check back with me in like seven to eight business years? Outside of D hop, what's your take on Arizona wide receivers? I'll tell you what, in that bounce bike video, Damn, you guys are going to be like, what the fuck's wrong with you, Nick? I may, I may just throw A.J. Green on that list. I may, I may be drafting some shares of A.J. Green in like the 71st round. It might just fuck around and happen. You still hating on Phoenix? What does that mean? I don't hate on Phoenix. I'm rooting for them to win the fucking the title. Yo, Nikhil, you got to fucking chill, my guy. Oh, don't you know it, Aus. We're going to be throwing... I'm going to be doing fucking handstands down staircases on my birthday. We're going to throw a fucking rager that week. My sister's actually in charge. I'm about to give her a fat budget and be like, just plan into the sickest party you've ever seen. It's going to be incredible. What is this, the reason of stacking? All right, so there's been a lot of research on this, and uh, what's his name? One of the dudes from playerprofiler.com, Roto Underworld, just released an article in a podcast all about stacking. He's like a mathematician dude, so he goes into the numbers to a deep, deep level. And to be honest with you, I don't I don't know if I walked away like astonished or stunned by like the numbers that he kind of gave out, but I would uh I would go check that out. Uh what's his name? Fucking uh Oh, Josh Josh Larkey. Go go find Josh Larkey on Twitter and go find the episode that he just released on the Roto Underworld podcast about stacking. It's it's just it's just uh yeah I'm not gonna go into it because I don't sound good when I try to rip off numbers. Is this all a bad dream? Uh, all right, we're bike on the clock. Let's see what we got popping off here. Ooh ooh ooh. 
See, see, you know who's another another guy that's uh that's getting devalued because of Aaron Rodgers? MVS. Easy pick here to stack. So we have Adams, MVS, and uh, and Rodgers there. I can't wait till Aaron Rodgers is just like, oh, I'm gonna retire, guys, and I'm so fucked. This is gonna be like literally the most thumbs down video in the history of my channel. Uh, yeah, I'm not going with any more running backs. I feel like Jared Goff is probably still there. I hope I wasn't really paying attention, to be honest. Do I have more than... Do I have a tight end? Should we fuck around and take Zach Ertz? No, we're going to take De'Ami Brown. I like De'Ami Brown. Oh, I probably should have taken Amari Rodgers, huh? Fucked around and really and really messed around with the, the Green Bay stack. But I like De'Ami Brown more as a prospect than Amari Rodgers, so we're just going to we're just gonna do that. Um, How confident Dak is back to 100% this year after the nasty injury? Yeah, I mean, based on everything I've read, based on everything I've seen, he's like pretty much back and, and throwing full strength and and looking good doing it. So I'm not uh, I'm not concerned about the injury. I think it was a bone, not a not a uh, ligament, if I remember correctly. I think he fractured his ankle. So the, I feel like more often than not, those kind of things are like black and white. You don't have a lot of um, a lot of instances where those like re-agitate themselves you know what i mean like they come back to full strength and then you just build up around it whereas the ligaments i feel like are tricky and this is completely just a fucking weird opinion from me so i could be wildly wrong but that's the way i look at that i think dak is fine based on all the reports i haven't seen anything bad about it so that's what i'm saying andy moss 250 watching only 27 likes Get those. Actually, we got a pretty good ratio right now. We got two ten on on the uh, on the eyeballs and one on three on the thumbs up. But if you are enjoying, please uh, please hit the thumbs up. Obviously, and subscribe to the channel if you're new. When will underdog open in Phoenix? I'm telling you, they're trying to get into every state they possibly can. As soon as the laws allow it, they'll they, they will get that shit ripping. And if you're in New York, they let you do the you can do the pick 'em on them too. So if you're a basketball fan, you get to do the pick 'em. It's sick. Thank you, mother. I mean, realistically, no, he's a terrible pick, regardless of who this quarter. He could be in, in the Chiefs offense. He'd probably be fucking terrible, but I, I just need volume at this point. Is this on a <laughs> Yes, I am vaccinated. How else was I going to see the fucking Knicks get bounced from the playoffs at MSG? Uh, Zeke at three. Is that too early? That's a little spicy for me. I'd rather just take Derrick Henry. How much does everyone put in for our redraft leagues? I want to say the buy-in last year was like 400 or 450 for the E-Town get down. So it was a pretty nice, pretty fat fucking check. We usually go up about $50 each year. And then I play in like four or five leagues. So the other ones will probably be between 100 and 150 buy-in. Oh, Codeine from the top fucking ropes. Underdog is available in Arizona beginning in September. You love to see that. Fuck yeah, somebody's getting body slammed. Some <laughs> yes, I'm like too excited for that night. Chris Carson or Swift? Ooh, that's that's the that's the million dollar question right there, huh? That's the million dollar question. You'll have to cop my rankings. BDGE.store to find out. 
love how like I answered 58 free questions here and then for some reason I just did that to you. Made no sense. Did Snacks already get tickets to go see LeBron in Space Jam? Uh, I couldn't buy a gold-plated ticket for Snacks to go see that thing. See what we got here in the late round picks, and I'll tell you if I like any of these guys. Derek Carr, Ben Roethlisberger, sure. Eh. Marcus Robinson, no, hell no. We've already we already know Demarcus Robinson stinks. Chuba, he's a backup player. Gainwell could get a pass catching role, I guess. But Torv, I think you're too excited about these rookies, man. I think you've just been hearing their names for too long that you just want a piece of them. Ramondre Stevenson's kind of uh, interesting. All the guys at the end of these rounds, though, this is where it gets a little spicy. Where it's like. I don't know. I don't really like taking guys that I don't that I know aren't going to have a role, right? Like Chuba, Gainwell, Stevenson, Damian Williams. These guys are all guys that could literally just be putting up zero points or one point in your fantasy lineup for nine weeks, ten weeks of the season. Whereas, you know, if you're going to take a wide receiver here, uh, Zacchaeus is going to be in the lineup for the Falcons, right? Like we know he's going to be on the field. And there are other guys like that that I think are probably worth drafting over these running backs at this dead zone. So my strategy typically when it comes to these drafts is like running backs early, but also get your four or five, depending on how many running backs you want to grab. I usually end my draft with five running backs. Uh, I try to grab them before like round 12 because the guys after round 12 are almost, almost fucking borderline unusable. I also don't have a second tight end, which is kind of ugly. Hey, let's go. Oh, I'm so stupid, actually. Fuck. So I need to grab a second tight end. Um, and I'm glad Hooper fell here. I'm not really sure. Like, I feel like Hooper is just the guy there now. Like, they signed him to the fat contract, and I realized he got – he had some bad – I mean, first of all, he missed a few weeks, and then he came back. Like, they had the shitty weather. He missed a few weeks, and then he was, like, pretty strong player. I feel like he's, like, wildly underrated in these. I wanted to grab another wide receiver here, but I also, like – told you guys a bunch of lies that I wanted to grab Jared Goff to stack with everybody like how many weeks are J is Jared Goff going to outscore Brady and Rodgers probably probably border I would say the over under is 0.5 but like now I kind of have to do it and uh and that shit hurt it I probably should have went with another running back or wide receiver actually I probably should have just went with a wide receiver but that's going to be the end of uh that's gonna be the end of our draft let's 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 uh let's get the draft board bumping so I can show you guys was this all a bad dream? Ah, ah! Just fucking get small, get lean. This is the the final draft board. If you guys want to take a screenshot or whatever, you could obviously do that. I'll leave it on 1 to 12 for a second, and then we'll scroll down to 13 through 18. And again, if you all want to draft on Underdog, if you want to draft with me, I tweet out the links typically if they don't fill up really quickly. Uh, so follow me on Twitter, at Nick Ercolano, and then uh, make sure you, you sign up on Underdog. If you throw $10 down, this is real. This is not fake news. If you throw $10 down and you use the promo code BDGE, they're giving you a free $25 on top of it. I don't know why they're doing it. I don't know what kind of fucking mathematicians they have behind the scenes that tell you that it's a good deal for them because it fucking, I got news for you. It ain't, but it's a good deal for you and it's a good deal for me. So we both got to capitalize on that shit while supplies last. They're probably going to cut it off by the end of the summer. So if you haven't signed up yet, you're not getting that deposit deal come fucking September, October, right? Um, and now is the time to do it, right? You'll get 11, 11 slow drafts. You can literally do one a week 
and that will lead up to your actual season-long draft, and you'll be completely prepped and ready, knowing who to be drafting where, knowing where the ADP shifts have happened, knowing where the value pockets are, knowing where you got to attack early based on different draft spots. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. Underdog Fantasy. Link is in the description for the app. It'll take you to any app store, and uh, and then use promo code BDGE. Scroll down to 12 through 18. I think we're getting, you know what? This is this is kind of like a sneaky six stack right here by DJ Cruz. Uh, Deshaun Watson and Nico Collins in the 17th, 18th round could be absolute bust, but like there, that's a lot of upside for a stack that you're getting in the 17th, 18th round. I really like that, uh, that sneaky little move you pulled right there. What are the chances Deshaun Watson plays this year? Very small. I, I think I've seen something like the odds that he actually steps on the field this year are almost plus 900, which is nine to one underdog odds. It's, it's not good. Not good for the brand. Um, so don't be drafting Sean Watson in earlier rounds, but I do like the upside that you just gave yourself here with, with more often than not, these players are going to be fucking trash anyways, except for my picks. Austin Hooper, Jared Goff, guaranteed points. All right, y'all. Uh, that's it. Again, make sure you subscribe to the channel if you're new. Make sure you hit the thumbs up button if you enjoyed or if you hated it. Either one, we don't discriminate here. And uh, and go sign up for Underdog Fantasy. Underdogfantasy.com. Link for the app in the description. I love you, and I will see you in tomorrow's Safi Seconds video. Peace. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.